1: What's up, family? It's Dr. Shonda. Listen, so many of you have been saying such great things about the podcast, and I'm appreciative of all the information and things that you guys share. So it is my pleasure to share dope conversations with you every single week, but I need your help. I need you to go into wherever you're listening to this podcast and rate the podcast five out of five stars. That's right. If you're not a hater, then go ahead into Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever else you're listening to this podcast, and go ahead and leave your girl a five out of five stars. Thanks so much. Hey family, what's up? What's up? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. Y'all, it is my esteemed pleasure to come before you yet another week presenting Dope Conversations. And this week I'm really excited because I'm doing an episode that I've never done before. I'm doing a a, a a show that was produced by the people so you guys the supporters are the ones who who are producing this episode I asked you uh, a few days earlier this week just to submit some questions and based on those questions and things that you submitted I'm going to be reading some of the things that you guys sent me on today's show um, you sent me some dope questions about depression and even like personal items and I can't wait to get into it but first things first I want to say my deepest apologies for producing and submitting this show so late uh, but i Promise you, I got a good reason. If you guys aren't aware, June twenty eighth is a national holiday, or should I say, an uh, international holiday. Period. Uh, today is my birthday, y'all. Like, yes, today is my birthday. It is my Jesus year. Um, And I am, I can say I'm definitely experiencing some mixed emotions. Y'all know I like to be transparent with y'all. Definitely experiencing some mixed emotions while I'm very grateful and excited for everything that has happened uh, throughout this year. Many of you know, if you follow me for, if you've been following me for any length of time, you know that, you know, we recently experienced a great loss in my family. And so um, processing that is hard. Um, so moments where anything good happens, uh, it's always bittersweet. Like it's, it's good that it's, it's great that I'm experiencing another year, but also, you know, I'm not used to experiencing it in this way, um, without, you know, my loved one who, who recently passed. So, uh, it's definitely been a challenge today. I'm usually, I'm used to waking up on my birthday and that being like the first call that I missed and the fact that I did not have that phone call. Um, yeah, it just it just hit different and it just makes reality set in even more real. But I will say I have a ton of other text and phone calls from my support system. Um, and let me just add, like people who didn't see it on Instagram yet because I haven't posted it yet. <laughs> so people who just know me and know, um, you know, that just love me and support me have been reaching out like all morning and all day. And I'm appreciative of that. I, I really do. I love y'all. I love my support system. Y'all the reason why I keep going for real. So I'm I'm so grateful. But that's the reason why I'm a little late today. Um, but either way, y'all, we are gonna have a good time. And listen, I know y'all heard the little ad in the beginning of the show. Because first things first, I need y'all to get these ratings up, period. Because uh, your girl was on to some doing some big things uh, at Revolt and some other things that I have coming up. So I have some things that I'm working out. But I also need like, uh, you guys to boost the ratings the ratings help the show with visibility it helps the show with like ads and uh you know monetization like all those different things so I really need y'all get these ratings up for your girl like if you're not a hater <laughs> if you're not a hater please do so if you want to see other black women win go ahead and leave me a five-star review and we can get that on and popping all right so like I said earlier um Yeah, this show was produced by the people. So we're going to call this episode The People's Choice. Are y'all ready? All right. So someone submitted a a question. Well, they first started with a a statement. I've seen you in passing in Philly and in D.C. That sounds about accurate. Those are some places that I have frequent. Uh, You've always been respectable and dressed impeccably. Well, thank you, beloved. Uh, from one doctor to another, what keeps you motivated? Hmm, what keeps me motivated? This is such a great question because I feel as though the past few months, um, like I said before, there's been so many up and down emotions, like so many ups and so many downs. This year has, um, it really started very difficult. And um, experiencing a loss in April, and then right after that, uh, many of you know, like I had a like contract that came through with revolt to my email the day after my loved one passed, then like that contract came through. And then the next day, like produced, uh, submitted a article, it was published in essence. So it was like a series of highs, like high highs, and a series of low lows. And I will say that experiencing a plethora of all those emotions this year has been exhausting. It's been exhausting. And so um, it's easy to lose motivation like that, especially in this season where I am. But I would say the the one thing that really is keeping me grounded is really staying rooted in my why and staying rooted in knowing that, you know, God really has anointed me for a time such as this. Like, I, I don't believe that I'm just here. Uh, By mistake, I don't believe I'm just here just to, you know, just to be here or whatever. I really feel as though there's an assignment on my life. And because of that assignment, that is the only reason why I'm able to show up consistently in the way in which I do. That doesn't mean I don't take breaks. Y'all know I took a a good two to three month break from podcasting. So I'm still in the process of like coming back and kind of getting the numbers back to where they used to be. Um, But that's okay. I needed that break in order to stay motivated. I also took a break from social media. I feel like I'm still taking a break from social media. I might post like here and there. Um, but also like that's okay I have to because I know me if I keep going and continue to produce and continue to produce from that place of exhaustion as we talked about in the previous episode for refills then I am going to burn out and burnout does not keep you motivated actually burnout impacts your level of motivation so in order to stay motivated I have to maintain my why and also know when it's time to take breaks. But that was a really great question from Dr. Patterson, Johnny Patterson. So thank you so much for that. Okay, Um, someone asked me, where do you buy your podcast equipment? Well, it depends on what equipment you're talking about. So this uh, good old Shure SM7B mic that I'm on right now, it sounds so good and crispy, y'all. You get into this sound. Um, I'm an audio person, so the the podcast sound has to be A1. Um, but this was actually gifted to me from my best friend. Shout out to Javon. So he gave this to me for my birthday last year. Um, so I'm, you know, utilizing this mic right now. When you see me in studio, however, so that equipment is actually at a studio that I um, I rent. So I go in and I, you know, pay a fee or whatever to use my bros equipment. So one of my, um, you know, alpha bros, shout out to the of Sigma, love y'all. Um, but, yeah, he has a studio in Delaware that he lets us utilize. Um, so he has great equipment there. You can always check him out at the Fifth Media Studio. Again, he has a studio in Delaware as well as one in Baltimore. Can we do a podcast together? Of course, uh, Dr. Or, or Earl O'Brien. So, yes, we can absolutely do a podcast together. Um, I sent you my email. We can definitely make that happen. And that also reminds me, I know, like, there are so many people that you guys have submitted that you want to hear on this podcast. So do me a favor and just, you know, put that in the, when you leave your review, I'm going to say it again, when you leave your review, leave five stars and also put in the comment section who you would like for me to, uh, who you would like me to collaborate with, who would you like to uh, have on the podcast, because I'm all for producing shows that the people want. So I'm, I'm for that. I also have a few people who were scheduled, but I had to cancel on due to the death of my family. Um, so we can I have to reschedule those people too but don't don't get it twisted your girl got some fire lined up um, but yes we can definitely do that together okay what do you do to relax now this is such a great question because I will say this is a season in my life where I am really valuing relaxation I am valuing the ability to distance myself and to kind of like refocus and regroup because I am not invincible I'm not invincible like I feel as though um you know prior to April I probably I felt like I can probably like you know put my hand in this project and you know work on this business adventure and then do social media and then do podcasting and then do tv like I I felt like I could do it all and granted, I was doing a good job at it. Grant, I would, I mean, of course, like sacrificing things like a social life and, you know, healthy diets and, you know, eating regularly, like, you know, sacrificing those things. Um, not every day, but I did have my days. But. I was like this April taught me that I am not invincible. I am human and I experience very human emotions. Therefore, I have to really be intentional about relaxation. So I will say one of the things that I've really been doing was doing things that uh, take me out of the, the line of work that I'm in. So I love, I love, I love showing up for y'all. I love doing, you know, being in the psychology and mental health space. But I also when I relax, I don't want to do those things. When I relax, I don't want to, you know, be, you know, trying to figure out like, like helping others. I'm a helpful, I'm a helpful person. I'm in the helping profession, but I don't want to do those things like as a form of relaxation and say, oh, no.
0: If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. at participating mcdonald's
1: oh i just love my job so much that's how i relax nah i used to be that person but i'm good now i have um some adult coloring books that i bought uh during my stage of like processing grief as i'm still actively processing grief i have been coloring your girl has a whole adult coloring book i have actually like a black woman's um coloring book so it has like different images and pictures of black women that I've been coloring it's been really dope to do that um and also you know really spending time with family uh recognizing that you know we don't always have forever and really making time for the times that we do have one of the reasons why I love my schedule is because of like that flexibility so over the past few weeks I've been able to go to Atlanta you know see my best friend see my god kids I've been able to go back to Delaware, check on my dad frequently, make sure he's good. I've been able to go to Delaware to see off, like, one of my best friends, like, her youngest sister went to prom. Like, I was able to do those things. And I feel like that's where I find my relaxation. That is where I find that I can regroup in. I I always find that I can, uh, I I get re- uh, juvenated, rejuvenated when I'm amongst people who love me and who I love. So really, that's how I've been spending my time relaxing. Um, some more generic things. Well, working out. I love working out. I'm actually just getting back into the swing of things with my workout regimen. Um, so that's definitely been something that I've been doing. And also, I enjoy, um, you know, watching like mindless things on TV. So I like The Office. I like... What else do I like? Uh, The Power Universe, like all those little series. Like I like watching stuff like that. So. um, So, yeah. All right. Next question. How are you enjoying the network? Child revolt has really been showing up for your girl. I love, love, love my revolt family. Um, They've really been doing an amazing job at providing us additional trainings for. Um, like you know, social content, and, you know, getting ratings, getting like all those different things. We're actually in the process of planning Revolt World, so make sure which was formerly known as Revolt Summit, but revolt world is going to be the transition from that so uh, make sure you guys stay tuned for that so we'll we'll definitely be doing some things there so yes I'm loving the network it feels good to be backed by a network and I feel like revolt was probably the perfect collaboration why because revolt is for the people and I'm for the people revolt is for creators and I'm a creator uh so I think that you know partnering with revolt I've also I've been in conversation with other networks and other you know podcast networks and things of that nature but I really feel as though Revolt definitely our brands align I'll say that our our brands definitely align so I'm loving it and thanks for the question. Uh, Miss Vicky Lynn wants to know pursuing an LCSW versus clinical psychology what are the pros and cons? Now y'all already know I'm gonna be a little biased when answering this question simply because I am a clinical psychologist and I spent 12 years of my life studying to do so. <laughs> um, but I will say that I enjoy the, the aspect of clinical psychology that I enjoy is, of course, like the the diagnostic stuff, like, you know, um, learning about diagnoses, um, you know, applying diagnoses, treating diagnoses, all those different things are great. And LCSW does the same, but we also can do things that an LCSW or a, a, a master's level counselor cannot, such as um, providing Tests and evaluations and things of that nature. So it is a different type of training. So, for instance, when I say tests and evaluations, when you like see on TV, you know, uh, usually when there's like a psychologist on TV, they're showing you an ink blot and saying like, "Okay, what is this?" or whatever. Like that's an actual test. It's called the Rorschach test. So, learning how to do those things, learning how to provide intelligence tests and cognitive assessments. And granted, like, you know, I'm all for being a person who is invested in like different streams of income. So if you're invested in that, it's good to kind of go in a route where multiple domains of income is is possible, right? And so, you know, clinical psychology just offers that. So that's one of the reasons why I chose clinical psychology. Um, If you're looking. For more information pertaining to like a being a licensed clinical social worker, I definitely would advise you to reach out to one to to ask. I have a few people in my network that I can connect you with if you're interested in that. So Vicky Lynn, go ahead and shoot me a DM if you have additional questions on that, and I can uh, connect you with some people. But also, I, I have a whole series on TikTok that y'all been loving about um, my journey to becoming a psychologist, what it entailed, uh, the different like how I made that decision, why I didn't do other things um versus like you know of course psychologist versus a master's level clinician or a psychologist versus lcsw like i answered all of that in uh, my tiktok series i also have a previous podcast episode where um i i talked about how to be a psychologist and i kind of like went through those different types of uh, responses. So go back in your episode. If you can't find it. I'll send it directly to you. But thank you, girl, for the question. All right. So this next question comes from my good friend, uh, Thomas Cody. So he says, how do you schedule your podcast recordings with your busy schedule? So cheat code, y'all. Y'all ready for this cheat code? So I'm the type of person, like, I never wanted to do anything. Like, I never, outside of my required internships for school, I never really had a full-time job. Why? Because I don't like working for like 40 hours a week at one location. It's boring to me, right? So I do have, and that includes even for myself. Um, I love what I do. I enjoy Uh, my, my work, I enjoy being a psychologist. And also if I don't divide my time up in other areas, like if I'm not uh, like doing some writing, shout out to, you know, the recent essence publications, go ahead and check those out. If you haven't yet. Um, I also enjoy doing content. I also enjoy podcasting. I enjoy speaking engagements. Like I enjoy all of those things. So I make time for them all. So when it comes to like working in my practice, I literally only work like three days a week. I I just started, I added Thursdays, like every other Thursday, just to make room for more clients. But that's really it. I don't work like five days a week as a clinical psychologist in my practice. Um, Now, granted... Like, the other things that I'm doing, yeah, that's along the, the the lines of mental health, such as, like, speaking. I'm showing up in different events and conferences and spaces as a clinical psychologist, but I'm not actively providing treatment. I only do that at my practice, which is Monday through Wednesday and every other Thursday during the week. Uh, and so... Outside of that, though, on Thursdays and Fridays, I try to make time to do things for my church. So you guys know that I'm actively in ministry. So I try to do administrative stuff for that. I also try to make time for like the administrative stuff for my business. And that's also when I record and schedule podcast recordings. If it's not on a Thursday or Friday, then I'll also schedule in-studio time on like a Saturday. So that's probably one Saturday a month where I'm actually in studio. And I just kind of like batch record that way. But I, I embed like time into my week to be able to do multiple things and to work on multiple areas and ventures of my um of my entrepreneurial ventures, because I like I said, I just enjoy doing multiple things. But that's just how I set up my um how I set up my my life (laughs) and my week so I don't want y'all to think that I'm out here working like 40 hours a week as a clinical psychologist and also you know doing these other things it would be great if I was doing that but no I I enjoy, enjoy like working on various things all at the same time so I hope that makes sense and I hope that answers your question okay Douglas Reed unk, what's up unk? so he says can I get you on my podcast of course you can of course, let's set that up. We've been, we supposed to make that happen. I'm just now kind of getting back into the swing of things, but you know, I'm definitely down, you know, I rock with you and I love everything that you're doing. Um, can I interview on my YouTube channel? Of course, beloved, just shoot me an email. Uh, someone asked, how can we talk to a significant other about our depression? So someone is asking, how can you talk to a significant other about depression, about your personal depression? And so it's, it's really... That's such a great uh, question because that's a question I get often, where people are experiencing like epis uh you know depressive episodes but also actively dating and it's a very common thing right. I would say first things first, go into the conversation trying to figure out what is your goal. Like, do you just want them to understand or to know that you're you're experiencing this, or do you want them to know? You know, like, you know, I'm experiencing depressive symptoms and this might present in this way. You can help me by X, Y and Z. Like, what do you want that other person to walk away with from the conversation? And I think that understanding your specific goal, and this is something I actually teach my clients in general. When we go into conversations that are that might be like tough, we always want to make sure we have a set goal in mind that really helps us to understand you know, what exactly it is that, how how this conversation should be guided, right? What types of information should I be bringing up? What types of things do I want them to know? What do I want them to walk away with, right? So, because a lot of times people, again, you might have different goals for that conversation again you might just want them to know or you want them to know how to support you if you start distancing yourself or you want them to know you know to call this crisis line if I start doing x y and z and this is my behavior like what is your goal and they're kind of like going about it that way I enjoyed that question um and this is another related question from the same person how do we handle depression and wanting to maintain a relationship how do we manage depression
0: everybody loves mcdonald's fries so yes you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home um but the bag did feel a little light Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: and wanting to maintain a relationship my bad y'all my DoorDash person is texting me you can always tell when you have someone who doesn't who's not a grocery shopper who's door dashing for you like If you know you don't go to the grocery store and you don't know where things is, don't ask me. Just get somebody else to do the job. But anyway, love y'all. Um, Back to the question. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to read this again because I I got sidetracked. Okay. How do we handle (laughs) depression and wanting to maintain a relationship? Okay. So the reality is people experience difficult emotions at different levels, right? If the, the depressive symptoms that you're experiencing is so debilitating to the point where it's impacting your ability to, uh, to to emotionally connect, like you're not emotionally available to that person, then it's really important for you to kind of assess what exactly it is that, that you need specifically, right? So do you need someone who can uh, be a listening ear when you're having moments like that? would it be helpful for you to get a psychologist or, or a therapist or, you know, whoever, who you can, a professional that you can talk through things with? Um, because at the end of the day, you know, I'm a firm believer that, you know, y- your partner can't necessarily be a therapist, but they can support you, right? So there are things that they can do to support you in these moments, but also, like, it's important if you know you're dealing with debilitating like depression or even anxiety or whatever you really need it's really important to have a professional who can help you walk through these things to um so that you can maintain healthy relationships because far too often we see how like mental health diagnoses and mental health symptoms can definitely ruin relationships because people aren't being transparent with these things Right. And so when we're to the point when we can be transparent with ourselves and recognizing like, OK, now it's time to actually see somebody and talk to somebody about this, then we can actually like get into, um, you know, finding out what exactly we need in that moment. But really, it goes back to what I was saying before about education. The education piece of it all is really important. Making sure that, again, you're aware of how your symptoms might be presenting and also your partner is aware of how like symptoms can present because what we don't want to happen is for you to experience some sort of like these symptoms or what have you that are very debilitating and they're like completely unaware of what's going on that wouldn't be fair to them or you Um, so doing that is important but also you know, making sure that we're being flexible with ourselves and forgiving of ourselves and being non-judgmental. The reality is, like, depression can come in waves. Depression can be episodic. Depression can go on remission and then, like, you know, it can resurface at some points in our lives. And it's really just about kind of like learning those patterns that might be that might be present in your life, but also recognizing that again, this is not something that's always predictable. It's not something that we Uh, it's something that we have to learn how to kind of like ride the waves of, right? Because, you know, we won't always necessarily know or always have the power to control it. So I hope that answers your question. Please let me know if, um, there's further information needed. Why? Okay. So the next question is, why are you so fine? Listen, I'm a black woman. We are the blueprint. I've yet to meet a black woman who isn't fine. So that's my answer to that period um and also great jeans my parents were very great looking I have some stories about my parents that I think are hilarious and I really I can't wait to like share them with you guys on the double dose podcast but long story short I hated I hated when my dad would come to school like if he would have to drop something off for us or whatever because I knew all the little girls and all the teachers or whatever be would be on him and like super pressed. I hated going to certain stores with my mom because I knew all the dudes would be pressed because she's like high heels and high standards and high cheekbones, period. That was my sis. Uh so like when you when you have it in your jeans, like it's just inevitable. Um but also like black women are the blueprint. Uh, somebody asked, where have you been at? <laughs> um, I kind of talked about this in the beginning of the pod. So y'all know I've been taking a little break. I am slowly coming back to social media. Um, but I, I really, I, I've been taking time to grieve, been taking time to process. Um, I literally just, we I just got back to D.C., honestly, like a month ago. And I just, just started coming back out the house maybe like a week ago. Um, outside of like travels and stuff like that. So like really just like hanging out with my friends in the neighborhood or whatever. Like I literally just started connecting back with friends. People would invite me to stuff, but I just wasn't in a place where I, you know, felt like I could. But I say all that to say like I am slowly getting back to where I where I was. Um, but that's where I've been. Grieving, processing, you know, letting the Lord have his way. Amen. All right. How does one, this is the next question by Awewa weewa M. how does one accept that their behaviors caused the relationship to not work out? Uh, yeah, accountability for real for real. Accountability is the um, the the key like you know accepting the fact that this is how that that situation happened, honestly, right? So I think nobody's perfect um, with any relationship that might not have worked out. I think both parties can say that they probably have contributed to it in some way, shape or form. But also, it's really just about, like you said, like just accepting it um, and kind of taking on that, quote unquote, it is what it is, kind of like acceptance space. And when I say accept, we're not necessarily saying we agree with it or we're justifying our behaviors. We're just acknowledging that this is something that I did. Yeah, it was messed up. But also, how am I going to be accountable in changing my behaviors in the future? And it also sounds like, you know, you kind of answered your own question in this response. Like we you know, we, we just accept it. But also it sounds like forgiveness is a a major component in this self-forgiveness. I think that when we talk about forgiveness, we often talk about forgiveness toward others and what that looks like. But I think self-forgiveness is also very important, especially in situations like this, when you know that, you know, there was something that you may have done or something you could have done differently, right? Like, again, we are human, but it's important to forgive ourselves when we, um, when we mess up, when we when we uh, experience some sort of loss or or hardship or what have you in the relationship, so um, really it's about forgiving ourselves, taking accountability, and identifying and acknowledging those changes that need to be made in the relationship. So I hope that answers your question. What inspired you to pursue a doctorate degree? Uh, this is from Nice Be Vibing. Uh, what's up, Nice? Okay, so what inspired me? I always knew that I was going to obtain my degree ever since like you know undergraduate. My undergraduate degree. Shout out to Delaware State University, go Hornets! Um, but yeah, I always knew that because I I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to, um, you know, attain the skill set in order to liberate my community. I wanted to be able to like have a private practice and provide as many resources for my community as possible. And I knew that you know being a, a doctor of psychology would probably be the way. In my eyes, it was most um, it made the most sense to me. Now, granted, somebody else might feel as though that's not necessary and that's them. That's fine. But for me, it was absolutely a necessity. And I, I really use it to my advantage to to really continue to impact my community. Uh, so I definitely appreciate this question. All right, so that was all the questions that we have time for today. If you guys have additional questions about relationships, um, relationships with self, relationships with others, relationship with God. If you have questions about depression, mental health, whatever it is, I want you to go into the podcast and leave me a five star rating and leave your questions in the comment section. And I will answer them on the show and I will give you a nice little shout out in the podcast. It has been an amazing birthday spent with y'all. I appreciate y'all for, for, you know, setting some time aside for your girl. If you want to be a real blessing, you can go ahead and leave me a five-star review. And, um, yeah, we can continue to get these numbers up, continue to maintain our visibility, continue to monetize because, again, (laughs) your girl's on revolt. And that's it, y'all. That's the show. Uh, Just Come back next week. And don't forget, you have the power to create the emotions that you want to experience. Bye, y'all.